Business Desk Today is the podcast for New Zealand business leaders. Your daily business briefing from the team at businessdesk.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Business Desk Today, a daily news podcast where we round up some of our latest stories from the business world. I'm Alice Summers, a journalist at Business Desk and the host of today's episode. First up, Oliver Lewis has dived into the cash squeeze behind officials looking at a carbon dividend. Here's Ollie on how this policy could make high carbon prices more palatable and what it means for New Zealand. Ollie, you've written about officials investigating the possibility of a carbon dividend where revenue from the emissions trading scheme or a carbon tax gets recycled back to households. Take me through the policy and some of the pros and cons of it, please. Sure thing, Ella. Currently, Ministry for the Environment Officials have confirmed to us that they're looking at a range of tools looking to effectively address the disproportionate impacts of climate policy. And that means like, you know, lower income households might be more affected than higher income households as the carbon price rises. So one of the tools they've said they're looking at is a carbon dividend, which a lot of economists, particularly Dr. Eric Crampton of the New Zealand Initiative, bloody love. The reason being um, is that it allows governments to see the price of carbon rise without getting politically skewered for cost of living criticisms, which would happen at the moment, for instance. Is this happening overseas, or will this be the first of its kind? Canada has had this for a couple of years, some provinces, I think, of Canada. Switzerland has a, a small scheme as well. Essentially what it does is you would do it with either the uh, emissions trading scheme revenues, so what polluters pay to offset a tonne of carbon, and instead of what currently happens, which is the revenue gets ring-fenced into this climate emergency response fund, you would uh, recycle some or all of that money back to households in the form of an annual quarterly dividend. And people would like this because as the carbon price rises, they would receive more money back from the government, which would mean they'd be able to... Uh, adjust or get used to the rising prices. Like they could buy an e-bike or they could, you know, buy an, a car, an electric car, mm-hmm. and get around those rising prices. We love the idea of more money. What are the cons to this? There are very kind of um, passionate views on either side about this. So you're either kind of like a pure market fundamentalist guy like Eric, um, or you believe in more complementary policies alongside an ETS. How politically viable is the price of carbon these days? Essentially what has happened is the price of carbon was going up repeatedly last year. It peaked at something like $85 on the secondary markets. That's for one NZU, one tonne of carbon. Uh, Then what happened is the government essentially derailed the viability of the market by not accepting the Climate Change Commission's recommendations. Was that unusual for a Labour government? I'm sure that the Climate Change Minister, James Shaw, would not have enjoyed the outcome of what happened, but essentially the Cabinet decided not to accept the Commission's advice, which would have limited uh, the number of emission, or number of NZUs or units issued into the trading scheme, and it would have resulted in higher prices. And so reading between the lines, the reason we think that that advice was rejected was because politicians didn't want to deal with... Um, political fallout of having a higher carbon price, especially in an election year. So it's essentially collapsed since then. So it's gone from about $85 for one New Zealand unit down to just over $50 at the moment. And so the argument for a carbon dividend um, would be that that would make it more politically feasible to allow prices to rise because households could essentially offset the increase in the in the price by getting some of that sweet, sweet money back in the form of a dividend. Next, managing editor Patrick Smalley has his latest column out this morning all about the New Zealand Steel carbon deal. 
The deal preserves heavy industry in New Zealand but doesn't move the dial on climate change. In Pat's eyes, it does appear to be a deal that will do that, mainly because it doesn't undermine the emissions trading scheme in the way that other government decisions on climate change policy have tended to do. It also appears to offer comparatively good value for money, which is something everyone likes to hear. Secondly, Pat says it delivers the thing in shortest supply when it comes to tackling climate change. Hope. After a quick ad break, we'll be back with a tease of today's quiz. Welcome back. Finally, we've got to the best part of the Business Desk Today podcast, a teaser from our daily quiz, which comes out at 9.15am every day. Our teaser quiz question today is which play by Shakespeare inspired the Disney musical The Lion King? Hamlet, The Tempest, or The Merchant of Venice? I got this completely wrong, so this might be an easy question for some and harder for others. Anyway, that's all for Tuesday, May 22nd. As always, all the stories mentioned in today's podcast can be read in full on businessdesk.co.nz. See you tomorrow.